Hey there everybody, how you doing today? It's Pastor Chip again. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope you had a good weekend. I went to see my grandboys this weekend. Got to hang out with them a little bit. Had some fun. But uh, to get to their house... Got to meander through the country a little bit. Head north a little bit. Turn right. Head northeast for a little bit. I was just over at a friend's house a little while ago. We were... uh, talking we'll call her Miss K for this conversation she'll know who she is well, we were sitting there talking about our lives and choices and directions that we that we go funny how we wander around is it not I got a sneeze coming on (coughs) excuse me so um we were talking about people that make bad choices in life that don't have God in their life and people that make choices that do have God in their life and the Bible's full of them full of examples but I guess the thing is are you trying to go it alone Or are you including God in your choices? You say, I include God. I go to church. But do you ask God for guidance in your choices before you make them? Or, when you're sitting there fixing to sign the piece of paper, do you go, Oh God, let this deal go through for me. Oh, Lord, if you let me get this new car, I'll just be looking like the hottest thing in town. I'll be so cool in this car. We can make the payments, Lord. I'll get a new job. I'll get another job. I'll get a third job, a fourth job. Guy used to say, make your money work for you. Don't work for your money. So is that good direction that we have in our life? Is that, are you seeking the Lord and His input? Or are you trying to justify things after the fact? I remember 
my ex-wife. Ah, she could spend money like nobody's business. Didn't matter how much she had, she could spend what she didn't have, and then some. I remember she used to come home from shopping. With like six bags in each hand and still some in the car. And she'd say, Look how much I saved today. And I'm like, I can't afford for you to save me any more money. She said, What does that mean? I said, Well, if we ain't got it, how are you saving us money? Yeah, but it was all 50% off. Well, I'd say if you bought all that for $200 and it was 50% off and you paid $100 for it and we didn't have $100, how'd you save me anything? You see, there's no direction in her life except spending. But you see, the Lord is always in our life Sometimes he's active. Sometimes he's on the sidelines. Does he is he involved? Do you seek him? Do you seek his counsel? Or like I said earlier, do you figure it out afterwards you know there's an old saying in the military there ain't no atheist in a foxhole and that's because in the foxhole or in combat or wherever when you're getting shot at and the world comes to realization that you could die any second people are suddenly becoming christians but do they last as christians not many they make promises on the battlefield they can't fulfill but you see if you put the Lord first in your life instead of putting him second you see that's second if you put the Lord first before you do these things he will guide you he will tell you if you can afford to buy these things he will tell you that you know you're you have a salvation if anything happens to us we're we're going to be saved and redeemed and in heaven. In Psalm 32, 8, he says, I will instruct you and show you the way to go. With my eye on you, I will give you counsel. So, if we seek him, he gives us counsel and guidance. Helps us make those decisions. And, and you'll know it when those decisions are to be made. You're like, sure would like to have that new car. But I just don't think I can make the payments right now. And I'm already working two jobs. I don't need another job. I need to see my family. I need to spend time with my kids. As much as I'd like to have that car... This uh, Prius is cheap on gas and it's getting me to where I need to go. 
You see, you got to put God first, and then he'll put everything else first. He'll help you figure that out. You know, it says that he loves us. Psalm 103:11 For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his faithful love toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. What does that mean? As far as the east is from the west. Well, if you're any good at geography, think about a globe. If you go north, you go over the top of the earth, and you keep going, eventually you go to the north, and you go as far as you can go. And then you're going over to the other side, you're going south again. You're going north to south. It's all the way down to the bottom, and then you're coming north again. So you see, it's a repetitive cycle. North, south, north, south. You're never consistently going one way. But as far as the east is from the west, this is how far he's removed our sins from us. As far as the east is from the west. Think about the earth. If you start driving around the earth, or flying around the earth, in an eastward direction, you will never, ever, run into the west. You will always be going east. If you turn around and head west and keep going, you will never ever run into the east. Now if I'm in an airplane and I'm heading east and you get an airplane and you start heading west and we're both on the equator and we stay on the equator and we go around. Eventually, you're going to fly right past me. And you're going to say, there goes Chip. He's flying to the east. And I'm going to say, there they go. They're flying to the west. But you see, the direction that we're going never changes. We never meet. We never catch west and east. And it's the same with God's forgiveness of our sins. You can never... You can go for eternity and never find the end of the East. He loves us and has forgiven us that much. So when you're riding along out there, in your cars or you're listening or wherever you are and you're thinking about things, I want you to think about the choices that you make, the actions that we take, and the things that we do. I want you to consciously think about it. I want you, no matter what you're doing when you're listening to this, I want you to spend the day taking time before you do anything, before you act and react, and think, Lord, what would you have me to do? 
Lord, which direction should I go? Lord, what would be the best thing for me to say today to the people I meet? I want you to spend time focusing on God. And I promise you, you will see change. You will see a change in yourself. And then you do it again the next day. You just keep doing it over and over. And I want you especially to try it with your loved ones. When they say things, take your time before you respond. Take a breath and think, Lord, what would you have me to say? Even if they've made you mad and smashed your big toe with a big hammer. Take a moment. Get your nerves back. Let your blood pressure calm down. And think about what you should say. I want y'all to give that a try. promise you, you'll see change. And even I need to work on it. And this is Pastor Chip. I hope everyone has had a blessed day. And I hope you have a blessed day. I wish you peace and happiness and health and prosperity. And may the sun always shine on you. God bless each and every one of you. Amen.